Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of the Crick Blog Podcast. A lot to cover today, and I think the main theme of this episode will be a few weeks ago, we had no cricket, so we've gone from zero to 100. We've got all this cricket. We've got Shakib knocking stumps out of the ground. We've got England collapsing against New Zealand, which was a beautiful sight for any Australian. Um, and we've got, of course, South Africa thumping the West Indies, but the World Test Championship final this week. Um, we'll talk about that maybe discuss our predicted 11s, where we think the game will go, if the rain allows for it, if the weather allows for it. So I welcome my uh, co-host, Nash, based up in Darwin. Nash, how are you, mate? How was your weekend? I'm good. Um, weekend was good. Some good cricket played uh, in Darwin and by my mm. team. So really looking forward to the next weekend where we get to bowl, um, hopefully bowl them out pretty cheaply so really Any runs for you uh, i did not get to bat that's a good thing that's good uh that's what yeah, you want so we, sc- we scored 270 from a, a t- allotted 80 overs um the loss of i think five wickets so i was the next in very good um yeah really good so i'm really looking forward to the podcast today where we discuss the world test championship so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I we had a long weekend here in sydney um with the yeah. monday off I, I, I sat down over the weekend and enjoyed a very nice movie um you know, it was the England batting collapse against New Zealand. It was beautiful, yep. beautiful to watch. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll discuss that in a little bit more detail later in the podcast. I, I know, you know, I'm going to flex here and say, Nash, I told you before the series that England have got bad games in them. Um, you know, we saw that in the, with the batting. It was, it was a good, nice batting pitch, definitely in that second test. And, uh, you know, England doing what England do, uh, batting collapse. But credit to New Zealand. We'll talk about them in a little bit more detail here for the World Test Championship final. Um, as an Aussie here, I just want to give significant praise to both India and New Zealand. I know that's not easy to do because, you know, we've got a rivalry with both those nations. You know, the Australia-India rivalry has just gone to another level the last couple of decades. But what India have done going back all the last six, 12 months has been fantastic. That series win in Australia and New Zealand's performances as well. We talk about, oh, they've, they've done a lot at home, but they were outstanding in England in these two test matches um, and they're ready to go for this final. Um, so, you know, credit to both sides. I think they're deserving. I know as an Australian, I would love to see my team in the final. Um, mm-hmm. Before we go into detail about, you know, some stats, some head-to-head battles, uh, expected 11s, you know, which are big talking points, what's your feeling on the game? Um, provided the Southampton weather allows for it. Yeah, that's that's the first thing I'm hoping for is yeah. we we have a good five days of weather, uh, English weather. So yeah, um, good luck, you're not going to get really, the five lo- re- <laughs> really looking. Well, we do have a six day, so uh, yeah. there's contingency plans in place. So um, really hoping for a good test match and a good you know a good finish to the World Test Championship cycle, yep. which began in 2019 um, with the Ashes, I think, and um, yep. You know, really looking forward to the final where hopefully India takes it. Um, at this stage, I'm giving 50-50 to both teams just mm. based on the fact that it's England and Indian record in England hasn't been that good. So, yeah. um, and New Zealand is just coming off a fresh, um, you know, fresh win, a really easy, convincing win against England on their home turf. So, yeah. um, England, sorry, New Zealand are certainly riding really high on that. And then India obviously haven't had a lot of match practice but 
Um, they do did play a couple of intra squad games, so really looking forward to being an even contest, and um, hopefully we get full five days of cricket. Hopefully we get the five days. Um, I, I think I remember I saw Ravi Shastri comment on the fact that he'd like to see a World Test Championship final be three games. Yeah, uh, it'd be like a three-game series, which I think would work well. Just in, in the case yep. of you know you, you you've got a champ- World Test Championship that's going on for a couple of years, you don't want it to end mm. in a rain-affected match as the finale. So, yeah, you know, looking at the forecast, um, you know, it's chances of showers throughout the day, pretty much on every day. But hopefully, it's not too prolonged that days mm. get washed out and that sort of stuff. So fingers crossed for that. Um, and and something in New Zealand's favor, I just read on Twitter that last six. Um, ICC tournaments have had six different winners. So, mm. um, 2013 Champions Trophy India, 2014 T20 World Cup Sri Lanka, 2015 ODI World Cup Australia, 2016 T20 World Cup West Indies, yep. 2017 Champions Trophy Pakistan, and 2019 ODI World Cup England. Yes. So, this is something in New Zealand's favor because yeah, it could be, it could be fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I feel for New Zealand in a way that comes so close, you know, yep. especially 2019. That was heartbreaking. They mm. didn't lose the World Cup final. They didn't even lose it yep. then. But, yeah, you know, they've come so close. And, you know, um, as a neutral, I, I want to see a good game. But I'll, I'll be happy for New Zealand. if you know, I've got a lot of respect for India, of course. But I'll, I'll be really happy if New Zealand get over the line because they've come close, you know. Yep. Um, and they've been thereabouts all the time. And... Yeah. This will be a monumental moment for them if they can get it done. Um, speaking of the Rose Bowl, the AGS Bowl, as it's referred to in Southampton, there have been, I think, six test matches there. India have played in two of them, uh, 2014, mm-hmm. 2018. No success there. Two defeats, um, scores of 330, 178, 273, and 184. And it was Moeen Ali. Both times it was significant problems. So from a New Zealand expected 11, obviously depending on conditions, do you think they should pick a spinner in their side? Um, not up. Well, they should have a spinner, but who, who will they have? That's the question. Yeah, so I think Santa's not have... in the squad. Um, no. So it's, it's going to be Patel as the left yeah. arm option. Um, and... I think ultimately it might depend on conditions because I saw the, the, ground, the, the ground staff, um, the head of the ground staff, Simon Lee, the, you know, the main curator there say that um, he, he wants a pace, bounce and carry in the surface, but if conditions are dry enough, you might see some, some turn there. Um, yeah. that's, I'm always where, a fan. that's where Ashwin, that's where Ashwin will come into play. I yes, think. definitely. And I think I'm always yeah. a fan of having a spinner in the team. Like I think that's where England yeah. got it really wrong in the test series against New Zealand, yeah. particularly in the second test where, you know, you want a bit of a change of pace. You know, mm. you want to change things up a little bit and if there's turn available there. But ultimately, it depends on the conditions. Um, so would you go with the, the four main fast um, bowlers for New Zealand? I think, obviously, you can't drop, you, you know, if, obviously, Neil Wagner, Tim, Tim Saudi and Trent Bolt are fit, they all play. Mm. And that's where the real, uh, you know, it's a good headache. I've As I've used that phrase a lot of times on the podcast that, you know, it's a good headache to have for the teams because, and we'll obviously ramble over uh, playing 11s in a, in a few moments. So um, uh, might as well do it now. Where I'll, I'll obviously start yeah, with Devin ahead. Conway. I'll start with Devin Conway at the top with Tom Latham. Um, and number three would be Kane Williamson. Um, number four is, I think, Henry Nichols. Um, 
Tyler is a good option at number. Oh, sorry, Ross Taylor is obviously. Um, yeah, he's he's been playing for so many years, isn't he? He just, <laughs> just like a given. It just doesn't grow old. Um, yeah. It's a good thing. Um, Ross Taylor at four. Sorry, um, Nichols Henry Nichols at yep. five. Um, it's it, here's where it gets interesting because obviously B.J. Watling is there, Will Young is there, and Tom Blundell is there because Will Young did have a good test match and he scored mm. 80. So if if uh, I'm not sure if he'll be dropped. So um, if Will Young plays, then obviously he'll slot in at six. B.J. Watling at seven. Then you got four. Uh, genuine quicks, and then you got um, Jaz Patel. So, if they do choose to go with the spinner, then they'll probably. And I don't know who to drop, to be honest. I think, you know, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? That's a good point. If you're a selector, have, who you drop? That's, that's what was on show in the second test, wasn't it? Is the bloody depth of New Zealand. Yeah. Small country, man, and rugby union dominates, exactly. and they're still able to produce exactly. these maybe great, you drop, very good cricketers. Maybe you drop. I don't know. You, you can't. You probably got to leave Young Adi. out. He's got a. He's got, got a five for leave, now. You got to leave Young out, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you want to have Patel in that team, you risk a long tail with Jameson probably batting at seven. But then, do you really want Patel with the kind of Indian batting lineup? Like, I know it, they'll pick left-arm spinners. So, um, I, the only left-arm spinner that I can think of who gave problems was Steve O'Keefe back in Pune in 2017. Yeah. I would have given I would have given that, the Indians uh, trouble on that pitch if I rolled my arm over yeah. and bolt some off. That, that was, was a one-off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was a one-off. So, um, yeah. I don't. I can't think of any left-arm. I think ultimately that have really it depends troubled on in, yeah. what the pitch looks like. Yeah, on the first morning. Um, well, you know, it never you never know because the pitch because might look different from day one and to day four. So I know um, but Southampton in in the past we've seen spinners do pretty well there. Yeah, Moeen yeah, Ali's yeah, been the yeah. thorn in India's side, but I know it Patel's the left arm option. Yeah, but it might be just because worth I, just having that variety there. Yeah, because obviously India will go with the spinner, and that's at know, least one. You can't possibly at two. least one. You can't drop Ashwin. I mean. Come no on, chance. definitely I, not. So I've got a case for Ashwin. Like, you know, there's there's the um, you know, a few people come out and said, you know, you probably might leave Ashwin out. Like, I think it'd be crucial. You can't. The skill you of can't. a man, like he's gone to another yeah. level, like you saw in Australia. Exactly. The pitches weren't exactly. conducive to sharp spin bowling, but he was just so smart in his change of paces, subtle yep. change of lines and lengths. Um, I've got exactly the same top six in terms yep. of Watling there in the in the number six spot as keeper batsman in his final test match. Um, oh, so you put Watling at number six and then yeah, Watling at four, six, five bowlers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have five bowlers there. Um, and depending on conditions, I'll have Colin de Gronholm yep. batting at seven. Um, if they yep. want to go with him, if if you know, if conditions as expected are very overcast. Uh, That's actually a good shot. That's actually a good shot because yeah, that will yeah, give yeah. them the option of playing a spinner and then three quicks and and calling and as you know as the seamer well, you know, the problem, kind of the prob- swing. yeah you could do that but the problem i find with that if you play the gronholm as your fourth seamer which seamer do you leave out of the, yeah. of the main four they've all been brilliant you know yeah, exactly uh, and Bolt, with Wagner, obviously and- obviously there'll be you know not not it's all fresh in our minds that jameson what sort of problems he'd created for the Indian batsman yeah, in, New exactly. in his debut series. So you really yeah. can't drop him because he's got like two, four fifers. And the disrespect um, I've seen to Neil Wagner um, in certain parts. Saying, you yeah, can't even can drop him. him he's and a people workhorse, saying, you know. get, him, get Matt Henry in over him. No, surely no. not. Like Matt Henry, no. you know, before the England test, 
He's averaging 50 odd in 13 tests. I'm not saying yeah. he's a bad bowler, but I'm saying he's had one, you know, good test. I think he's a and, good and bowler. And you can't really drop. But Wagner, what he's because, done, oh, yeah. he's been fantastic for New Zealand. He, um, he's that, that kind of a bowler who doesn't matter what time of the day it is, he will come in and he will bowl his best. He'll bowl, you know, he'll just keep bowling. Yeah long and he'll keep bowling hard and he'll make the batsman for me, work. So for me, from a New Zealand perspective, exactly. From a New Zealand perspective, I'm challenging you with all my main four seamers. Yeah. And if conditions suit and I want to have a fifth one, I'll have Colin Legrand home there. If not, I can yep. play Ajis Patel. And I'll take the risk of batting Jamison at seven, but we've seen what he can do with the bat in the past. He's more mm. than capable. Southie and Wagner, eight, nine. Um, yeah. And then, um, you know, Bolt. Mm. Bolton, um, Jameson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down there. So, uh, so if I don't pick the Grand Home, sorry, I'll pick Patel. Um, yeah. And he'll bat, you know, down the order as well. Um, he's got a recent first class 50. He showed some uh, resistance against New Zealand, uh, sorry, against England in the last test. So it's a tricky one. I think it'll all depend on what they feel the conditions offer the first morning um, and what yep. they think the forecast will be throughout the test. Yeah. But for me, Get the four seamers bowling. Get them mm. in the attack. I can't. I can't. Um, can't see how you drop it, any of them. Yep, that's correct. Um, for India, um, I think big one. Yep. What do you reckon? Um, I think India is looking, apart from a couple of spots, India is looking pretty well settled in a long time. Same. Um, I'm thinking a couple of I spots think as well. Obviously. My my eleven would I would go with Shubman and Rohit Sharma just based on the fact that that's a pretty well settled opening slot, you know, eleven from the Australia test from the England yeah, test. Definitely. And then obviously you got your stalwarts in the middle where you have Pujara, Kohli, Rohane. Um and this is where it starts starts getting tricky. Well, number six obviously Rishabh Pant. Um this is where it starts getting, I wouldn't say a little tricky, but you know, um, they, they'll have to put some thought into it because do they go with two spinners, Jadeja who, yeah. and Ashwin, both of them could really bat well, or do they go with um, someone like, I don't know if, yeah. Do they go with another bat, proper bat? Uh, and, like a Vihari or someone? Yeah, like a Vihari, or even someone like a, this is a left field, you know, idea. This is a very left field idea, but someone like Shardul Thakur, who can yeah, bat at seven and who can who can give. Obviously, you got so if Shardul Thakur can slot in at seven and bat, as we all know, as us, uh, definitely Australians will know, he can bat. Thanks, Ben. So um, <laughs> we're talking about the World Test Championship uh, <laughs> final here between India and New Zealand. Don't worry about Australia. Don't worry about Australia. <laughs> obviously, if obviously if Shardul Thakur doesn't play, then obviously they'll go with Jadeja, who can you know, who obviously mm. brings a lot, lot, lot of value to the team, and he's probably one of the best all rounders that are going around right now. So, um, uh, the only the only downside to him is that he's a spinner, and it's in England, so that's the only downside. Mm. But um, apart so from that, so you drop Jadeja before you drop Ashwin. Oh, hundred percent. Just based on the fact that Ashwin is the more, it, it is a I in my opinion he's a better spinner. Yeah. Um, he's much more skillful. He's much more talented. He, 
Jadeja is just like you know he's a workhorse. He'll keep bowling on the spot. He'll keep bowling on the spot and just. Ashwin's got more and skill then, and more in yeah, his arm. Yeah. Like, but again, yeah. what what works in Jadeja's favor doesn't in Ashwin's favor, you know, because Jadeja can bring a lot to the bat and the field, whereas Ashwin cannot. You know, he he he's a bit you know iffy in the field. We all know that. So, uh, but obviously, I won't drop Ashwin at any stage. So obviously, I'll go with Ashwin and then I'll go with. Actually, this is where I was speaking about Siraj or Shami. A lot of people have thought, yeah, that's oh, you debate. really can't drop Shami, but I'll go with Siraj, because... Ishant, and Bumrah. You ca- cannot absolutely drop Ishant. I've seen some opinions. Oh, yeah, no Ishant, chance. But you can't. Ap- the, the only reason India has done so well in the last few years is because of bowler like Ishant Sharma. It's been fantastic. You know? He's been absolutely fantastic. And I, I'll agree. I'll be agree. Honestly, I've been a long-time critic of Ishant Sharma as a bowler and where he's just, you know, he hasn't got the right line and length. But he's over been, the he last used to be too short. Three, he used years, to be too short, yeah, exactly. but he's pitched it up. He's got it fuller. Over the, the last three, years, four yeah. years, he's been absolutely brilliant for India. Yep. And um, that's where it's, you know, it's been interesting because I'm looking at the stats of Shami and... You know, he, yeah, he's, he averages uh, good, but he doesn't, he averages in the late 20s, but he doesn't average that well in England. Um, yeah, I remember that too, 2018 series. England, so, he struggled yeah. in, I feel it's a bit unlucky in 2018 yep. from memory. I reckon, I think he had a lot of edges go through the court and, and he had, I think he had a few drop chances off yep. his bowling yep. too. Um I think it's the the conundrum for India is do you go with the experience of Shami or do you go with the Siraj up and comer but he's Look, high quality would, bowler Siraj. I would go with Siraj. Um, now is the time to unleash unleash um, bowler that Siraj well, is and final. You reckon is that the time? Ex- I'll, yeah, I mean, why not? It, it might work out. Why right, not? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's we all quality. know what he can do. We, he's but, got the heart. He's got the heart he's got the effort like he's been a key part of that attack for a few years now and i agree i agree like i love shami as a as a bowler don't get me wrong but just based on his stats in england um and you guys have come a long way man you guys have come a long way but recent form as well um yeah and you know a lot of the that's the that's exactly as i keep saying a good headache to have that you have these amazing amazing bowlers um you guys so, have come a long way. Let me just say, a yep. decade ago, you guys toured England. Looked toothless with the ball over there. Yeah. Barely looked like uh, getting a wicket. I think Zahi got injured quite early oh, from memory. Don't remind me. Don't remind and, me. And um, you look at now, if, if one of the seamers gets, gets injured, for example, early in this in the England series that are five tests coming up, you can just slot another very good bowler yep. in. You know? And that's what um, happened in Australia. Sorry to go there again, but don't go uh, there. You know, we're talking nah, about nah, World Test Championship. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not <laughs> no, joking kidding. or anything. Sorry. But that's that's <laughs> the that's the beauty of it. Like that's the beauty of the first class structure that you guys had 13 wickets that. combined in your attack for the Gabba, and you won the Test. You know that that's exactly about the depth of, of so, India at the moment. Mm. And that's that. This is this is a topic for another podcast, and it it will be a long, long topic. You know, long, long discussion where the first class structures are so different in Australia than to India and then mm. in England, because yes, there's a big, big sample size for India, but that's not a, that's, I don't think that's a valid argument because Australia have been one of the best sides in two thousands and in the late nineties 
and they did not have that sample size. So how did they do it? Why yeah. did they do it? And again, so, I, I'll say that this is another topic, you know, this for long discussions and I, I won't go there right now, but coming. So anyway, coming back to the squad that playing 11, that would be my playing 11. And obviously there's no place for people, you know, players like Ridiman Saha, which is, he has been really good as well over the last few years. So um, yeah. And that's, that's obviously some very good players are going to miss out. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think I agree with you on the most points, um, you know, Again, it depends a lot on conditions, but I think Jadeja and Ashwin have a feeling both will get picked just for that mm. batting strength they provide. And India put a lot of faith in those three seams that they choose. But yep. if conditions are very overcast and the, and the pitch is quite conducive to fast bowling that they see, I think it might be worth uh, picking one spinner. And um, I would, like you, I'd go Ashwin over Jadeja. Another reason I would say is New Zealand have three left-handers in their top five. Exactly. Yep. So you've got Latham, Conway, Nichols in your top five. And when you consider the two right-handers, Ashwin's got a good record against Williamson. He's dismissed him yep. five times. So I think he's considered about 146, 147 runs against him. So yep. he's had success against Williamson in the past. We look at what yep. Ashwin did, you know, look, in terms um, of honestly, Steve um, Smith as well. Yep. As, as an Indian fan, honestly, I, I would... <sighs> I, I never thought I will, I, I will say the next sta- statement, but I'm going to say that I'm really not too worried about Indian bowlers. Um, and that's, that's so as, true, an Indian fan, mm. as an Indian fan growing through the 90s, that's, I, yeah. I honestly never thought I would say that, but I've said it, said it just now. So, but it's the batting that worries me now. Yeah. And it's almost, it's like a, you know, flip the, from the early 2000s where, you know, um, series back, I remember the end power series in 2001 where everyone was hitting hundreds and two hundreds, right, left and center. Yeah. Um, series in 2007 as well, which India, I think won one nil. Um, yeah. And tell me, tell me been... for, for India with the bat, who's, who, who do you think will have a good match or who has to have uh, a good match? Do you think? Because I looked at the stats, Rahane at this ground, He's been yep. outstanding. He's scored three half centuries in, in four yep. innings on this ground. Very good overseas for India over the years. Yep. Um, uh, I think, I, I top, honestly four, think top four have got to set a platform for him. Do you feel? I honestly think, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like top four, if let's say if India bat first, top one of the top four batters has to see the day out. Like it has to bat through the day hmm. um, on first day itself. So I'm, I'm really hoping either... I'm really, I want to back Rohit Sharma to have a big test you know, for him. Big, big test for him and um, tough test for him because you know he he as we have seen he can struggle um, overseas. So um, yeah, I really hope if Rohit Sharma has a big day, yeah. I think he can bat bat New Zealand out of the game well too early. So um, again, uh, you know it's just like big stalwarts coming like. You know, it was the Australia, like the Aussies in the 90s and the 2000s. That one gets out, the next one comes in. The next yeah. one gets out, the third one comes in. And it's like that. So you get Rohit Sharma, you get Rirat Kohli. You get you reckon Rohit Sharma's you get working hard Kiara. on the one. You reckon Rohit Sharma's working hard on the ball coming into him? Because you know Definitely. the likes of Trent Bolt and Neil Wagner from over the wicket, the left arm angle. That's troubled Sharma in the past. Yep. He's got to get and that aspect of his game right. I think that's what that's why this Indian team has succeeded over the last few years is they've gone back to the drawing board and they've really worked hard where they lack. 
Yeah. They haven't just, you know, gone to the drawing board and just uh, gone, you know, willy nilly with their plans that, okay, we'll just do whatever we feel like. They've really uh, stressed on the fact that these are the things where these are our weaknesses and this is where we need to work. So I think um, they'll definitely be looking at that on, on those shortcomings for people like Rohit Sharma, for people like Virat Kohli outside the off term a few years ago. So um, uh, his and, battle and, against you know, Siaf is going to be big. Exactly. Exactly. So, That's a um, yeah, and I'm really looking forward to the as a, as I said, an even contest and a tough contest and a tough test match. Absolutely. Um, so, in terms of the eleven, I think I've got the same top six as you with Pan batting at six. Oh, for me, I love fast bowling, and I want to see all four mm. of them there. Um, if yep. you don't pick the two spinners, but just uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think they will do that because it just leaves the tail too exposed and you don't want to do that in a big game. So mm. I think personally for me, if I had the choice, I'm a massive fan of Siraj, but I think the experience of Shami is going to be important in a game like this and Siraj will get his opportunities in the England series. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just a case. This is a case of whichever you choose, you've got a gem anyway. So India yeah, got right. a choice between two diamonds, I reckon in Siraj and Shami. So Good luck to you guys. You know, you've you've got um, an embarrassment of riches there. Um, Mm. And I think it's up to the batsmen um, to step it up and and produce the goods against the good New Zealand attack. So I hope the weather doesn't play a spoil sport there. Um, In terms of predictions, like how confident are you feeling? Well, we all saw that Tim Payne's already predicted that India will win comfortably. So... um... Mm. I really want in India to win, obviously. Tim Payne is um, not always right. Like, yeah, you know, that's he's, correct. He's, he's well, but, history, I, I, but also Michael, Michael, Michael wants... Oh, what did he say? New, New Zealand to win. Oh, congratulations, so. brother. Congratulations, <laughs> Nash. Congratulations to all of you. So, come, come 22nd <laughs> of June... If he's predicted uh, New Zealand... Uh, then, might yeah. be a different story. Get ready so. to celebrate India fans. Yep. Yep, I'm like you. I'm, I'm very. And, I'm, um, I'm 50-50. But that's a big one. I'm leaning towards the Black Caps. Yeah, and that's not to say fair you're enough. a bad. That's fair it's enough. Not, not to say India are a bad team whatsoever, <laughs> because I know India are a class side. But New yep. Zealand, they just they know, um, they know their game so well. You know, it's like yep. they do the simple things really, really well. Um, they've mm-hmm. had some success against India in recent times. I know it was in New Zealand, but in in England, yep. they've had a couple of test matches under their belt now against England. Um, I don't know how rusty India are going to be. I know they've had some in- interest. Yeah, squad that's matches. a good point. That's a good point. They've had some interest squad matches, but I just I worry about India's rustiness because if you start the test match slowly and you're on the back foot, very hard to come back. Yeah, that's a really. And I good think if, if both teams are on an even playing uh, even playing field in terms of you know, test match cricket before the World Test Championship final. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I had probably India favourites, but, and also if it was a three-match final, I'd probably say India win across three games. Because it's just a one-off game, when New Zealand have yep. got confidence and they've got the, you know, I know England are nowhere near India in terms of quality, in my opinion, but, mm. um, you know, England's batting at least. But just to have those two matches and the confidence to be able yeah, to perform right. so well, um, and a lot of the batsmen spent some really good time at the crease. So yeah, and Devin Conway is in full form. Devin Conway just come in and you know straight away it's like a duck to water. 
You know, yeah. we look at Ross Taylor is in the runs. Henry yeah. Nichols spent time at the crease in the first test. You know, a guy like Will Young comes in and just grinds New Zealand down. Scores runs, yep. Yep, definitely. Um, so I just think New Zealand, they know their game so well and they're confident. Um, big game for Kane Williamson. His record in England is, is much... Uh, much talked about, much spoken about. Mm-hmm. So it's a big game for him, you know, with that elbow injury. And if he can lead the way, this will be something amazing for New Zealand. Um, just a fantastic team. They really are a fantastic team. And again, as I said, hopefully the weather um, allows for a, a good battle because we're going to see a lot of good individual battles in this series. Yep. Um, and I think for India, you need Pujara to do what he did in Australia, hold it together. Mm-hmm. I think Rahane is, is someone that's always one to watch out for because if he's playing well, as we saw in the MCG test, it was Rahane's century that really helped turn the series around for India. Yep. Definitely. He's the man. He's the man. Very important. So definitely. We'll see what happens. Um, in terms of cricket in England, um, you know, we saw New Zealand win their first test series in England since 19. 19- 99. What did you make of the series? Um, quite impressive, New Zealand. England, on the other hand. Absolutely wow. impressive. How many um, players did they have out in the second test? Like rest, was it was six, six? I six? think. Yeah, six. Yep. And um, with England's batting, you can't really call it, uh, you know, depth because they don't have, they don't have any. Um, That's who's saying perfectly. He said yeah, the top exactly. five, the top five or the top six is usually the top six that have in a first choice 11. Um, and only Ben Stokes and Joss Butler come in. So, yeah. What's going and on that's with the thing, England? because they're, they're three of their batsmen, I think Lawrence, um, Crawley and Sibley all average in the late 30s in the county championship or early 30s. And sorry, not um, Sibley, Bracey. Um, mm. And then you got Ollie Pope, who's, you know, made heaps of runs, but he's struggling at the moment as well. So, it's really you can't that's you can't call that bench strength or you can't call that depth obviously so there's there is none and mm. that's that's again that's again that again as i said that's a much bigger conversation that i would like to have um you know it's a different episode altogether where we discuss this domestic structure and what what pe- what countries like england I australia Nasser india hussein are doing was, hussein was talking about mindset like he was saying that yeah forgets what's worked in the past. We're going to come in with our own techniques. We're going to come in with our own way of batting and good bats, all this, all that. Yeah. And yeah. And I really love that rant. Like that's that rant so was amazing. Point. How good was it? That's, that's so on point. Like, you know, um, yeah, you saw the, you, you heard the crack in his voice. Like he was really yep, exactly, exactly. He almost cracked. Yeah. Yeah. Mate. He, he did one crack batsman, up. Like he, got one batsman in that side averaging over 40 and that's even with mm-hmm. Butler and Stokes in the team. Exactly. No one's exactly. averaging over forty. I, I was all. Uh, th- thank God you said that because I did think that he get a bit. He got a bit teary eyed there while speaking about that. He's very because, passionate about it. Um, you see, you see all these, you know, um, the generation that uh, before these players, you know, Atherton, Nasir Hussain, Trescothic, Michael Vaughan, they were so technically uh, sound. They were so technically elegant. Not even just not just to look at, but even when they toured, when they went on, even someone like Kevin Peterson. Yes, he had a you know different style of stance and everything, but when he actually faced the ball, when he actually hit the ball, his head was 
you know, stable and that's getting too technical, but you know, he followed the basics of cricket. Whereas yeah. some of these players that I see like Tom, you know, um, you know, this, uh, Zach Crawley and Tom, you know, yeah. so they just last don't week, have last that. Week I was on the podcast. I was saying Zach Crawley probably stick with him. He looks all yeah. at sea. He does. Yeah. Even though I think he, he does have some ability, but he looks completely at sea. Um, a lot of these guys, I think it's a mental thing because I was talking, remember we were talking to the Wee Creek guys a couple of weeks ago yeah. before the series began. And I asked them, what do you want to see out of this series from an England perspective? Like from a batting perspective, yes, it's runs, okay? But you need to see more guys batting 100 balls, 150 yeah. balls, 200 balls. And that's why I was asking the guys, like, do you want to see, is it, is it only runs or is it like, I want these to see him grind at things out I think, when it's when it's a challenge. I think Rory Burns had a good series. I thought I was quite impressed with yep. him. Um, yep. But when uh, push comes uh, to shove in a, in a third innings where the pressure's on, that's to fall it. That's in a exactly heap like it. that, that's yep. the key innings in a test match. It's that third innings. That's exactly right. And I think England and were I under think par in the first Right now, well. this England team is kept held together by their bowlers pretty much two or three ballers. You can tell the pressure's on Joe uh, as well. Exactly. exactly. He's, 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 in a, he's in between a rock and a very hard place. Yeah. As Mark Nicholas put yeah. in his piece on quick info because he's thinking, shit, if I get out here, we haven't got much yeah. to come and we're stuffed. That's and, right. you know, he's not thinking about his own game. He's thinking about everyone else. Yeah. Serious problems. That's, that's so right. Yeah. And you're right. It's the bowlers that are holding them together. Yeah. Uh, because you know, if if England win the series against India, mark my words, it will be because of their bowling, not their batting. So, yeah, agree um, with that. It'll be because India bat poorly in that series if they yeah. lose that. I agree yeah. with you there. Um, you know, the likes of Anderson and Broad, of course, and you know, um, I think jo- Jofra Archer will come Jofra back. Archer could uh, come back in that as well, and um, I think England have got to strike their balance in their pace attack because you look at this pitch the pitch at Edgebaston and you've seen the success that spinners have had in the past. Nathan Lyon yep. loves bowling on that ground. Yep. You saw the kind of turn down Lawrence Scott. Joe Root looked threatening at times. Yeah. You've got to get your balance of your attack right. Um, That's all right. That's but so the correct. big problem for England is that batting. As I said, you've got one player with an average over 40. You know, mm. they did a comparison between the two sides throughout the coverage of the batting averages between England and New Zealand. Massive difference. Yep. And that was without Kane Williamson and BJ Watling in the team. Yeah, you know, you look at BJ Watling, late thirties for a keeper batsman over so many years. Williamson averages fifty, just above that. Um, that's a, that's a, an area for concern for England. It's you know, if, you know, they always talk about ashes, but if they're going to continue batting like that, we're going to continue to hold on to that earn from an Aussie perspective. Give us something to smile about. Um, so yeah, batting for England, massive concern. Um, can't say I'm surprised. I know we were talking about our predictions before the series. I was thinking one all. You were thinking yep. one nil to England because they're bowling more so than they're batting. Yep. Um, but as I mentioned, they're, they're batting. It's just you mm-hmm. can't rely on it and they've got decisions to make. Um, wanted to see more from Ollie Pope. You know, he gets into his 20s and gets out. So yeah, a lot of spotlight will be on those players for the India series. Can't say, um, I'm, not, can't say I'm not happy to look at that because... Obviously, India will be playing from an them. English perspective, definitely. Yeah. Um, so you know, you guys have got a great opportunity in England as well. So yeah. we'll see what happens there. Um, more test cricket. Nash, it was 
more of an extension of an ODI, it felt. It was a very short match. Yep. South Africa completely dominant yep. over the West Indies. Was was that a surprise for you or were you expecting mm. something like that? I was surprised in it terms was. of – I was expecting more competitiveness. Exactly. I was surprised to the, you know, to the dominance that South Africa showed. Um, well, uh, at least, or maybe, maybe West Indies got buckled down really well too easily. Um, did. And, you know, it's, I did not really, I honestly thought it would be a much closer game than what it was. Um, hoping for the same second test. So, um, Really, you know, South Africa, I did not expect them to win by, I wouldn't say I expected them to lose, but I did not expect them to win by an innings and 63 runs. So mm. um, really, really great. I, I saw, I saw the, um, I saw some of the wickets and I've actually saw all, all, all of the wickets. So um, really good work from really well, well bowled from Lungi and Giri in the first innings. And also, um, and Rick Nokia's, um four and five wickets. He's got proper wheels. That um, he's, exactly. He's quick. And, and the West Indies couldn't handle it. Yeah, and Lungi and Giri got a fifer. Uh, obviously, um, Dan, Dan Osmond will be really happy about that. So, yeah, um, yeah, really, and Giri has made a comeback. Obviously, hopefully, he you know keeps it going for a, for a few more matches. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to the second test. What do you, what did you make of that that loss from the West Indies? Really on their home turf at Island. So, yep. Won the toss and batted and out for 97. And I felt you just, they couldn't handle the pace. You know, they, a lot of squaring up, um, you know, they're getting opened up. You see their right shoulder for the right hander ending up towards the bowler. Um, Mm. They're getting squared up. Um, And just, I just feel with a lot of teams in test cricket, it's just being able to stick it out and fight it out because I think teams have got to get into the habit of saying, I'm going to give the bowling team in the next hour or two here. You can have it, but mm. I'm going to hang in there and cash in later. And that's that's the that's the issue most of the teams have now is yeah. they, they can't bat long. You gotta bat they can't long. bat time. You've got to yeah. bat time. Again, again, I'll say, we are talking before England, New Zealand. You're going to succeed. You've got to be able to bat long. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, West Indies uh, were in uh, all sorts. Yeah. Like most Australians like to say, in, you know, we like to say in club cricket in Australia, after 50, you start again. Um, <laughs> yeah. After 100, you start, start again. again. Start yeah, again. start yep. again. So, um, Western is didn't even reach 100 here in the first Yeah, exactly. Like, this, um, their, this is their second lowest aggregate in a home test yeah. since, yeah. well, it's their, first, it's their lowest since 1999 against Australia. That That's really cool. He's got 259 runs in the, in the whole test. I want to give massive credit to the South African bowlers. But yeah. as a batting side, you've got to make the opposition work harder for your wicket than the West Indies did. Don't get me wrong, there was some brilliant bowling, particularly from North Kia on the first day. Um, you know, ripping through the top order, Rabada coming in with Pfeiffer as well. Yeah. But you've got to find more resistance. You know, we saw that resistance in Bangladesh earlier in the year, of course, it's a different test to South Africa. Um, you know, spin versus pace. It's about the willingness and the mindset that I'm going to bat long and yep, stick through yep, this. Because yep. um, I imagine conditions in the West Indies would be quite warm right now. And you make the fast bowlers work hard. You can Absolutely. Cash in later, man. You can cash in later. So um, also a point from the test was Quinton de Kock back in the runs. We, we were speaking Absolutely. about him. We were speaking about him before the series, like the captaincy. You know, I saw the freedom in, in his straight play. Did you feel the same? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think hopefully I, I really like him as a batsman. We could keep and you know, I really like his style. I, I think I first saw him in that one day series against India where he, where, where he hit those couple of hundreds yeah. against India. So, um, yeah, and I've been a fan ever since. So, uh, yeah, it's really good to see him score the runs and I really hope it was just the captaincy that was letting him down. So I yeah. really hope we see some more runs from, from Quinton de Kock this time. Yeah, so it was really the South Africa big guns. You know, you saw yep. the, the fast bowlers and, and de Kock really took the game away from them. I think from a South Africa perspective, they still want a little bit more solidity with their batting because mm. on the first day, you felt, you know, they were four down for 119. You just keep the door open for the West Indies to come back into the test match yep. when you do that. Yeah. You know, they'll want a little bit more from their top order. I think Markram made another nice start. He always looks good, but just can he carry on and get that 100? Um, mm. So it'll be a good test the next game for the, for the South African top five. Um, the next test starts in a few days. I think it starts on, I think the same day as the World Test Championship final, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So yeah, it's an opportunity correct. for the, for the Proteus batsmen. Their bowlers were outstanding, but it's a great opportunity for the batsmen as well, because there's still an area of a concern for me for South Africa. It's the batting consistency in that area. Yep. So West Indies at home is a good test for your batting. Um, so we'll see how that one goes and see if the West Indies can fight back. But on the first test evidence, they've got a long, long, long way to go. Um, and it was the South Africa's first win away from home in a test yeah. match since 2017. In a long time. <laughs> it's been a very long time South Africa won away yeah. from home. So the West Indies will be very disappointed with uh, with their performance there. Um, now, there's been a bit happening in the Dhaka Premier League, Nash, um, before we go into some <laughs> chat from fans. Shakib Al-Hassan is arguably my favourite ever cricketer. He's one of my favourite ever cricketers. Like, I love the guy. But yep. what I saw was Sunday league stuff. I remember there was a guy who was playing park cricket oh, maybe 10, 11 years ago, and he copped an LBW decision, and he, and he smashed the stumps out of the ground and had a go with the umpire. It reminded me of that, but... What do you reckon? What do you make of it? He got three matches it's, for it. And some monetary fines. So, um, I could have that. That's a slap on the wrist, isn't it? it? Well, it is, but really don't know the backstory of it, do we? Like, it's, uh, it's obviously... Apparently it's that umpire's camp. got a lot of... Like, apparently the umpires in the back of Premier League have shown uh, some bias. Yeah, I've heard. Which um, is another word for corruption, but... Um, F, the F word, fixing. Yeah, well, I wouldn't go there. Obviously, it's you know, it is to some extent fixing, but it's fixing at what there's obviously there's two different scenarios that you have to consider fixing from outside stakeholders yeah. or fixing from the in, internal stakeholders. Because if someone in the BCB is um, directing them, then that's that's obviously their internal corruption. Oh, who and knows what's happening in BC? Exactly. Man. So, just... and I, I've read reports that, you know, one thing was really conveyed to Shakib um, regarding the result of the match and regard there was obviously dubious LBW decisions, obviously, um, in, and the batsman in concern was Mushfiqur Rahim. Um, and and the, the, the funny thing about, it's not, uh, to be honest, it's not, when you look at it, it's funny, but when you sort of, sort of dive deeper into that, you sort of, uh, and look at it from a, you know, from a, per, pers- from different perspective because you get the full. You might get the full picture because none of the players around him are trying to stop him. 
Like you have, you have one of the most successful Bangladesh captain at the other end batting, and he just does nothing. He just does nothing. So yeah. there's obviously something different to the story that we are we don't you, we are not maybe, hearing uh, or we are not reading. Maybe other players are scared to step in his way because he was fuming. Uh, it's not yeah, good. Even then, even then, Shakib and Mushfiqur have played together for years and years. They I think that's been a big problem be- in Bangladesh cricket, man. That's been a big mates, problem in Bangladesh so. cricket. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Too and obviously much, I've, they let their emotion get the better of yeah. them. It's and happened I've, in the past and it continues to happen now. You know, we, there's a lot of corruption in, you know, I've read a lot of reports regarding the corruption yes. in BC, yes, BCB yes. and Bangladesh cricket and local cricket and all that. So, Obviously, frustration may, um, may have got to him. So, do you react like that, or do you take it up with the BCB? Do you think he's tried to do that? Maybe he has, but I don't know. I don't know that's, if reacting. Thing, I don't know like, if reacting like that's the best I, solution because is that is that where I'm not trying to defend him. What he did, you know, was really disgraceful. But where, where had he crossed the line long before? Like, had, had he shown restraint long before that? Where mm. now he's just, you know. He's because you know, yeah, that's what the defenders say about him. They say, you know, these umpires, they're biased. This, that, this, this, um, there's a you know, um, there's very, very there's, there's problems in there. And Jacob's, up, so. Jacob's taken, you know, taken it out on that. But my argument is, I love Shakib, but it's yeah. not his, I followed his career very closely. This is not his first indiscretion, he's got in yeah, trouble yeah, in the past right. before letting his emotions get the better of him you know, on a domestic level and then on an international level as well. Yeah. You know, we talk in the past, there's been mention of his attitude. It's not the first time he's done this stuff. Um, and he's a senior player and a lot of people in Bangladesh and around the world look up to him. So I was really worried um, because I really like Shaky Bay. He's going to get banned for a long time. Yeah. It's only the three games. <laughs> so he'll be available for that World Cup later in the year for the Tigers. But man, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it was it was funny to some, some extent. Some good some good social also, media content. And everyone getting involved yeah. in that, and getting around. It was that. also and, horrifying. And the, memes, the memes were outstanding, but yeah. Nah, for me, you don't do that. Don't do that at all. Um, so, in terms of Ask Quick Blog, um, well, I'll quickly chat about PSL twenty twenty one before we go into. Um, some a bit of fan mail regarding the World Test Championship final. Next week we'll do a little bit more of a comprehensive roundup of Vitality yep. Blast and the PSL, which are ongoing at the moment. Um, in the PSL, we've got Islamabad United. You've got Colin Munro, who's absolutely killing it at the moment in the PSL, mm-hmm. um, and even Iftikhar Ahmed playing quite well. But Colin Munro has been on fire. Um, so you know Islamabad are looking good. Lahore, um, they're right up there as well. Um, and there's an important game today, as we record, um, that's going to be between Karachi Kings and Peshawar Zalmi. They're both uh, in the top four, but they're a chance of missing out if they don't yeah, get their act together in the last few games. So it's quite tight there. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, it starts 4 a.m. Sydney time. I'd love to watch <laughs> yeah. cricket, but, oh, mate. 3.30 a.m. Darwin mate. time, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm nearing 30 years of age, and you start, you're starting to realise at this age... 
you look back and think, when I was in my early 20s, how the hell did I stay up all night watching this? Exactly. Um, <laughs> you know? I, I, I so feel you right now. Bro, I'm um, like, how as did soon, I stay As soon up? as you turn 26, 27, something Bro. just clicks, snaps in your body and you just don't feel like... You just like, want to, you know, you're like, go to sleep at a reasonable hour. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. like, but for me, I'm like, I love my cricket and I try to stay up as long as I can. But yeah, the body's saying, go to bed. Um, so... Definitely, we'll, we'll check out the highlights and um, and the wash up of that match. So, we'll do more of a, a PSL roundup next week, as well as the Vitality Blast in more detail. Yep. Um, you know, with some good Test cricket, hopefully, on the way this week as well. Um, yeah. In terms of combinations for the you know for the bowling attacks, um, I put out a couple of questions today. You know, for for India, um, you know, which combination they should go with. Some people have left Ishan out. And that's been the case for a few weeks now that, you know, we want Siraj, Shami, Bumrah. Ishad Sharma, there is no way in the world, if he's fit, he'll play. There is no way you leave him out. Yeah. He's in your team. Um, I think the majority have both Ashwin and Jadeja in there. Um, yep. I think the general consensus is that if you pick one spinner, it'd be Ashwin. But then mm. what does that do for your batting down the order so that's going to be the key thing for india you know do the selector say we're going to put the faith in the three seamers to lead the way in england and then use a spinner like ashwin and jadeja who are very economical to hold up an end so yep 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 um in terms of new zealand we're getting different combinations as well um you know do they pick a spinner do they not so really fascinated to see you know which direction both sides going because they've both got an embarrassment of riches you know, I think if it was Australia, it'd be pretty easy in terms of the combination. You have Lyon, three main quicks, and Cameron Green. But for these teams, it's a little bit more, a little bit more difficult um, to find out their final eleven. So, yeah, we had a question from Debashish Serangi at Plum on the score in front regarding our combinations. I think we we confirmed that earlier on in the podcast. Yep. Yeah, we discussed that. So, hopefully, the rain men. Hopefully the rain doesn't play spoil sport and fingers you know, we, crossed. We get to see a good match. Um, yeah. Before we sign off this episode, was there anything you wanted to, to add? That's all good. Um, yeah. Look, really looking forward to some of the special features that we have planned. I, I won't say what they are, so mm. um, I'll keep it all under wraps and yep. yeah, please listen to a podcast and, you know, look forward to the special features coming in a few weeks time. Yeah, and if there's anything you'd like to see on the podcast or on the YouTube channel, Crickblog TV, just let us know. Um, you know, you can reach out to us on Instagram at, at CrickBlogPod, on Twitter at, at CrickBlogPod yep. as well. You can, you know, reach me at, at Crick underscore blog, my personal Twitter account at Nash, at Nash Vsant. Um, good luck to both New Zealand and India. As an Aussie, I wish my team was in it, but that's a discussion for another day. Um, yeah. So, yeah, good luck to both sides. Um, you know, he's hoping for a good match. Um, and to our listeners, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you guys next week.